The impeachment trial is on for a second time in a year. This time on Poll Hub, the historic second impeachment trial of Donald Trump is on, and even Senate Republicans acknowledge the Democratic House managers have made a pretty strong case. Never before seen videos from inside the Capitol during the armed insurrection are harrowing reminders of just how close senators and House members came to coming face to face with the extremists. It may not change any votes for conviction, but what will Americans think? And then the pandemic, infections, hospitalizations, deaths, they're all falling, but from very, very high highs. The vaccine is out there, but the speed of inoculations is slow and getting kids back in the classrooms has become important. One of the big things that Republicans and Democrats generally agree on. So where are we roughly one year into the worst global pandemic in over a hundred years? We are checking in. A lot to talk about today, so let's get to it. And hi, everybody. Welcome to Poll Hub. I'm J.D. Dapper, Director of Innovation here at the Marist Poll. And I'm Barbara Carvalho, Director of the Marist Poll. And I'm Lee Marengoff, Director of the Marist College Institute for Public Opinion. It's like Groundhog Day. About this time last year, we were talking about the impeachment trial of Donald Trump. Well, I mean, it's been so rare in American history that there have been impeachment trials. And oh, here we are again. Well, hopefully there's not going to be uh, six more weeks of impeachment, however. <laughs> well, I think that's another thing that Republicans, Democrats agree on is they want this to, to be over with quickly, I think, with very different results they're looking for. So the, the trial, I think what's been notable, at least to me about this, is, is that the House managers, Democratic House managers, in playing these videos that we've never seen before, have really made a case that, again, even Republican senators are acknowledging is a very strong case uh, that uh, there was an armed insurrection that was at the very least fomented by uh, Donald Trump and some of his words and some of his actions over the over the uh, period uh, prior to the election and after the election. Um, but there doesn't seem to be much uh, belief that that's going to change the outcome. They're going to need two thirds of the Senate to vote for conviction. It's never happened in U.S. history, and it doesn't seem likely to happen now. Right. Well, we, you know, there's been a lot of polling on this. I think also, gosh, you know, we all having our own reaction to what we've been watching. Uh, one of the things that I find just totally incredulous is that this is occurring at the scene of the crime and the jury are the potential victims of what occurred. And aside from it being the capital of the United States and, you know, a threat to democracy and all of those other things that we're concerned about. The whole thing is like sort of like Donald Trump's last act of this first term where, you know, I mean, how could you put this all together and all those things and sort of make one more big splash on the exit uh, on the exit. But uh, Barb, have you had a chance to look at some of the data here? Because as Jay said, not a lot of traction from a lot of Republicans, which uh, voters, and that probably means not a lot of mind changing vote changes from um, Republican senators. Well, I think one of the things that's that's pretty interesting here, and we've had a number of polls over the past week, not necessarily over the last couple of days uh, when we've when we've had the uh, the broadcast of um, the uh, and the coverage of the uh, the current um, uh, trial, but um, you know I think what we've seen um, in the you know in American public opinion is pretty much what we are seeing in Congress, which is you know people lining up um, according to the political party 
um, that uh, they identify with. Um, we've had polls from uh, CBS News. Uh, that's an online poll that they do with YouGov. Uh, the Quinnipiac poll, I've, I now need, now need to refrain from calling it the Q poll because that could mean something completely different. Talk, talk about a branding problem. <laughs> um, uh, ABC News, uh, and Ipsos, Gallup, the AP, and the NORC poll, and all uh, showing pretty much uh, very similar things. A majority of Americans do support um, uh, convicting Trump and having the Senate do that. But what's different among these, so in CBS polls, 56%, Q it's 50, ABC it's 56, Gallup it's 52, uh, NORC it's, it's 47, and I'm going to pause on that just in terms of some of the methodologies here. But I think what's, what's very interesting is that when you look at these polls, um, the only thing that's really different is the proportion of Democrats and Republicans who are in the poll. If you kind of control for all of that, um, it's, it's, pre it's pretty even. Right now in the country, there uh, are more people who say that they identify with Democrats than they do with Republicans. Um, but those who, those who identify with those parties uh, you know, really identify with the senators who are representing them um, you know, in, in Congress. I think one of the things that was interesting in the, in the CBS poll too is that they asked a question about whether uh, if someone, if this was among Republicans, and if those in the party vote to impeach or con con convict Trump, are they disloyal? And 71% of Republicans said yes. 29% uh, said that they, those senators are principled and, and not disloyal to the Republican party. So this is certainly this is certainly an issue that is being, uh, you know, watched and seen and interpreted uh, through those parties, partisan uh, lenses. Um, and I think that people who are somewhat dissatisfied with one party or the other and particularly, um, you know, are concerned um, about the are concerned both about what happened at the Capitol. Um, but have been Republican, they now consider themselves independents. Um, and so what you're seeing here is a, is a Republican Party that is, is struggling, um, not just in Congress, but among the public. Um, and, and those who identify and want to um, you know, support um, former President Trump um, are are sticking by their party label, and those um, who are not are moving and considering themselves independents who made lean. Although very interestingly, there there is a, a a gap that which is developed between people who give a better mark to congressional Democrats than to congressional Republicans. So although, and that may be just reflecting kind of you know, who seems more on the right page and all this, but uh, uh, there's definitely a Well, no, a no, I think, it, I think it also has to, no, I think it also has to do with the fact that uh, more people identify um, as Democrats in the country right now than they do Republicans. And then the plurality of people identify as independents. Yeah, but the gap has gotten pretty wide. Uh, and I think the Republican Party, you know, a little bit of an identity crisis right now because, uh, you know, they, they wanted, I mean, they would like, some of these senators would like Donald Trump to vanish so that they can run for president in uh, 2024. Uh, but, uh, you know, 
and Mitch McConnell may not be looking forward to the midterm elections if Trump is still out there as a, a figure. But uh, I don't know. But also, it's. It, I think it has to do. And Jay, you may want to weigh in because I think I just cut you off when you were going to say something. Um, but it has to do with kind of a definition of conservatism and, you know, a definition of what uh, Republicans are right now and whether it's a it's a party that is the party of Donald Trump, or whether it's the it's the party that you know believed in law and order, and I think has some difficulty uh, looking at some of those um, you know uh, video scenes of the Capitol Police um, being uh, being attacked and trying to uh, you know uh, take take a stand and and not uh, being able to to hold back the the rioters. We talked about this in uh, the fall. We talked about the, uh, in looking at our polls, we did an analysis of the number of people identifying as Republicans versus Democrats and that number falling, uh, staying steady for Democrats, but falling for Republicans and increasing number of independents. Um, so this has been going on for a while. And I think we talked about then as we are now, the fact that Republican, again, people when asked in a poll, it's, we're not checking the registration. We're asking, how do you identify? Correct. And so yep. when times are tough for a party, people tend to identify less with that party. And I think this is a clear indication this trend has been going on for a while. And it's a market trend that um, there's dissatisfaction among people who may think of themselves as Republicans, but don't want to say that. In our last poll, which was just uh, you know two weeks ago, we were in the field. Uh, and we had a similar number with the impeachment, 50% uh, looking for a conviction, 41% for an acquittal, but again, a huge partisan divide. 34% of the people in our, our poll said they were Democrats or identified as Democrats and 28% as Republicans. That's a six point gap. And, you know, 20. Sorry, wait a second. 37, 37, 30, 34, sorry, sorry, sorry. 34, 28 and 35 as independents. So the biggest party in America, in, in our poll, is self-identified or independent. And, has and I think that that speaks and it has been for a while. But I do think it, it speaks, this six-point gap in party identification speaks to the fact that, that the Republican Party, when people want to identify with the Republican Party, right now there are plenty of people who say they're Republicans who are really Trump supporters and may have voted, many we know, voted for Obama in 2016 and probably identified in those polls as Democrats or independents. So... I think it's the, the thing that a lot of people that are looking at polls, I think, don't appreciate is that the what we say are Republicans and Democrats and independents, that is what people say they are, not how they're registered. Correct. And it's a, a, it's a much better indication, I think, of where people want to vote and, and who they're yeah. supporting than yeah. when we look at simple where, registration where the, statistics yeah. or, or where the like needle that. is slightly turning. You're going yeah. in a slightly uh, different direction. They, uh, before we leave the impeachment, and I suspect we'll be talking about it in other contexts, what is the motivation for the Democratic House right now, the, the House managers, to, uh, if they think that they're, you know, probably not going to win this case, uh, they certainly have put a lot of effort into making as good a presentation as they could uh, from. Well, well, but very few Americans saw anything more, depending on the news channel they watched, saw little more than what they saw on the, on the insurrection day and then in the ensuing days, a couple of things. It's, it's the, that video, which is gripping and harrowing, and again, even Senate Republicans are acknowledging, wow, this is very, very powerful. Most Americans have seen little or none of it. And if they watch OAN and OAN or or Newsmax, or even Fox at sometimes, they still may not see have seen very much. But that's who this is for. This is not for the senators 
Republican senators to try and convince them there's, you know, they're not going to be convinced. But these are, this is the narrative that if they can change the narrative in America, not among the people in our poll who say they're Trump loyalists and think the party of Republicanism is the party of Trump, but among the majority, which is everybody else, this is for them. And this is the long game, I think, in redefining the Republican Party as the party of Trump. If you stand with it, you're going to follow well, it. Well, and, and, and what's also occurring in this moment in our politics is that with the new president and Joe Biden, he's been asked how he is reacting to the impeachment. He said a few comments and doesn't want to talk about much more because he's got a much bigger fish to fry right now, and that is the COVID uh, vaccine issue and you know related as you said in the open uh, you know schools and jobs and the economy and all those things that he says he needs to pay most of his attention to uh, and not the trial although I suspect he's keeping one eye on on the TV anyway but uh, well as 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 you pointed out uh, Jay the numbers certainly um, are coming down I mean the the number of deaths is still horrific. Um, uh, and those counts, uh, you know, continue, but it does seem to uh, that we are past the uh, the holiday surge as it has been referred to and hopefully not going into a Super Bowl surge. Um, but I think that what we have seen um, in, in polling is certainly um, there's a very large proportion of Americans who are anxious uh, and waiting and trying to get to the get the vaccine as they become eligible. But there is certainly a very significant chunk um, of, of Americans who either are taking a wait and see um, attitude or who definitely don't want um, to, to take the vaccine going forward. Um, that has changed a little bit, um, almost uh, one in, in 10 Americans have at least gotten one shot. Um, so that is, uh, you know, movement certainly in a good direction, but a lot more has to happen um, in order for us to reach a point uh, where we have, I mean, what in essence is herd immunity, not just based on people who have had the disease, but have people who have vaccinated. Um, is there something about the the messaging, something that you see in the polls um, that that the that a different message might be able to impact this. Well, I, I, go ahead, Jay. I see you. No, no. Well, I, I was just going to comment on, on on the fact that um, you know there there is that issue of people taking the vaccine and how politicized this whole issue has become. Uh, and now we're hearing about pressure on cities and states to reopen because of the economic um, uh, problems that uh, COVID has caused. And, and I just hearken back to what Fauci said a long, long time ago. Uh, I think when Donald Trump was talking about um, Easter Sunday as everything was going to be back to normal uh, last year. And Fauci said, you don't set the timetable for the virus. It sets it for you. And I think that we still have to hold that thought uh, in terms of public opinion and in terms of government policy. That's all. Yeah, we talked on an earlier show about uh, when the polio vaccine came out years and decades ago uh, and people were reluctant to take it. This isn't a new thing. In fact, it's a tried and true thing in, in not only American politics, but around the world where people are 
when, if you ask them at the very beginning, you know, when a vaccine just comes out, there's a, a, a significant percentage that say, no, we're not going to get it. And I think the reason that we're seeing that number um, go down uh, is because as it becomes more available and as the stories are told and as you hear about your neighbors getting it or your your aunts and uncles or mothers and fathers or whatever, you're more, uh, and, and the stories are, I'm fine. I've got the shot. It ached a little in my arm and I'm feeling better. And now I feel like, you know, my life can resume. There are, people are more likely, I think, to, to take that. The fear of the unknown declines because it's not so unknown. So I think on the on the vaccine front, the 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 challenge for, for Biden clearly is to get enough vaccines into arms quickly enough um, to catch up to public opinion. I think public opinion is ahead of the vaccine distribution in that regard. But this schools thing's really interesting to me because this has been an ongoing battle in states. This has not been partisan. There have been Democratic states that have kept states uh, schools open. There have been Republican states that have closed schools uh, and cities. Um, and it, it seems to be kind of all over the map, but there does seem to be this kind of agreement. And there's a sense in, in some of the polling that people feel like we should get kids back in school, um, you know, as, as quickly as possible and as safe. Uh, and I'm, I'm interested by that. I, I don't know why. Why is it schools? Is it just parents are well, fed up? We're, we're, <laughs> the kids we're, at we're all? seeing, you said it wasn't partisan, but we are seeing a difference along gender lines as to who's been most hurt by the economy and, and, the, and the fall off because of, of, of the coronavirus. And it's women who have been most likely to have fallen out of the labor force. And that is connected to the schools because if, the schools are not uh, open. Someone's got to be home doing the households. And although either gender could do it, uh, you know, that sort of falls on, on, on the plate of, of women more than men. Um, so, uh, you know, I think that's one thing that's, you know, that's had a, you know, a real impact. Uh, uh, and that's been along gender lines and the women uh, catching the short end of that one. Well, but see, I mean, you know, education has really always been considered to be um, you know, a local issue. Um, but I think, you know, something that's really interesting and um, CBS News uh, did, a, did a piece on that on the, with the following the, uh, the school opening tracker and just, it, just hear, how, hear how different uh, some of these numbers are. Um, more than 70% of K through 12 kids in Alabama, North Dakota, Texas, and Utah have had the option of in-person teaching. 75% of all students in Maryland, Oregon, New Mexico, California, Washington, and Virginia have only had remote learning since the pandemic began. So we have this incredible, incredible inconsistency. And we know as educators that um, there's a lot of question about, you know, full remote learning, the impact it has, particularly on the students in the in the younger grades, um, and the experiences that people, families, and children have been having across the country has just varied so much. Um, what are what are some of the the implications of this of this going forward? Well, one of the things I think we're all going to be looking at. Yeah, and when we when we think about this, I always like to think about what are what will what will research and, and analysis and data show us about what's happening right now that we're talking about in terms of public opinion. But there will be facts. There will be facts and data that will show and prove out 
what the impact of this has been in various states and various cities. So I'm really interested to, to see that. Uh, unfortunately, we have to wait to see that. But I, it does seem to me that the the recognition among people, um, even in, in states that have been very, very careful about going back to school, that the parents are, are and they supported it at the time, are ready to get the kids back in school. That, that New York City, which is again, very, very liberal, Texas, much more conservative, but New York City has kept schools open to a large degree for in-person uh, teaching in, in the elementary schools uh, and moving now to middle schools. Uh, so I, I think that we don't know what we're going to know about this uh, until uh, the impacts are measured. And I think sadly, the impacts are gonna be, we already know from other research that the impacts, as you mentioned, from remote learning are never really great. Um, and so I think, let's see, let's see what happens with the disparate impacts between states where there are disparate ways of education. And also, and also between those, those, those with the means and those without means, because remote learning assumes that you have some kind of uh, vehicle to communicate this. Oh, the devices, yep, devices and access. And 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 uh, I skipped over this when I was talking about women uh, be losing uh, heart, uh, from the the job market, and it's also a lot of people of color have been the ones who have been uh, disproportionately being affected by COVID in a serious way. So yeah, I think that's that's one thing that Joe Biden in 2022. I know we always like to look ahead. But if we think that the economy and, all, and, and coronavirus and all the things he's dealing with now, I think that's going to be the thing that we uh, are only now beginning to see as a huge issue. How do you catch up? How do you repair the damage that's been done? I think that's going to be a huge issue going into 2022. All right. Who wants to say that'll do it for this edition of Poll Hub? I you think just you did. just did. Okay, and who wants to say that it's a production of Marist College, the Marist Poll at Marist College in Poughkeepsie, New York? Any takers? You just did. Okay, done with that part. What about Mary Griffith? Oh, she's our executive producer. What about Casey Schaff? She's our production supervisor. Amelia Morrell. She does this whole thing. She wrote the whole rundown so we could do this stuff. And Marcello Bettman is going to try and make this sound good because he's our editor. <laughs> All right, Barb, what are you going to do now? <laughs> I know. I don't feel I can, you know, follow up this uh, this uh, entertaining act of the two of you. But I'm just going to give a shout out then to the Roper Center Archive, as we always like to do at Cornell University, because they also put all these numbers together uh, for us on a regular basis. They even go back in time with survey questions over the decades. And certainly, if you have any questions of your own or comments, please uh, reach out to us on social media. Uh, you know how to find us because we're on all the social media channels as at Maris Poll or Maris Poll in one way, shape or form. Uh, and so if you like what you hear, please consider leaving a review. Uh, we not only like your comments and questions, but reviews will also help others find us. Uh, and while you're at it, if you haven't already, please subscribe. Nice chatting with you today. Hope you enjoyed the listen. Stay safe.